Hello, hello. What's good? It's cousins. We're back. Back at it again. For another episode of Love Yours, the podcast. The podcast that promotes black mental health. Black mental wealth. And black mental stability. During this black ass month. So let me, uh, something that came to my mind during this And they will week. forever be out of reach until you... Love yours, of course, but I really need to get to this point. Whatever. 21 Savage. Has he renewed his visa? Is that nigga from the British Isles? I don't know what happened with that. Like, yeah, it, it was just... like everybody was up in arms over uh, Sir Savage. And... The third? <laughs> and so... then he went to jail. He did? I swear he got locked up for a little bit, and then he got out, and then, I don't know, he'd been at, like, award shows and shit. I'm pretty sure he's still living in Atlanta. I need answers. I tried to Google it. Nothing? Everything's all last year. No. Let me check. So, so is he? Well, From yeah. Britain? They said that he was. I so think that then, was affirmed. Well, bro, I, I, I need to know. I need to. What's going on? What's happening here? Uh, so I brought this. I'm bringing this to your guys' mind because never forget. People like to bring things up and then sweep it under the rug. Don't get caught slipping. Mm mm mm. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say anything as of recently. Um, but according to a good old wiki, says that he was born in Plaistow, London, England, and moved to Atlanta at age seven. Hmm. Just saying. Think about it, y'all. Very odd. The mystery. Unsolved hip-hop mysteries. How is that unsolved? We know that he's from the UK. Is he? He is. He was born there. And they fixed up his visa just like that? I don't think they fixed it. He might be on like, what if he's on like a temporary work visa again or something? Something along those lines. Who's covering this information up? Is it Diddy? Now you're just being dumb. Okay. Is it Tupac? Anyways, let's start the show. Just saying. Inquire minds want to know. Realize... Realize with real eyes. Can you start the show, please? Thank you. You take naps, but you still woke. It's your girl Vanessa Denae. And it's your boy, Swoosh Knight. And you're tuning into Love Yours, the podcast. back in yep big show today we've been gone for a week two two weeks technically yeah and you guys are still rocking with us so much appreciated loving it big show for you talking about some uh black movies before black cinema black cinema 
Just Art. Like, just like saying cinema. <laughs> so imagine us in uh, two uh, tuxedos, because, you know, we're fancy. Why gotta be in a tuxedo? Well, you know, like the Oscars. You wear tuxedos to the Oscars and Academy Awards and stuff. First of all, I wouldn't go. Because they're so white? Or what? Uh, yes, nigga. What you mean? I'm too black to go. Uh, yeah, true. And I'm not wearing no tuxedo. What the hell? Mm. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so let's get into our our hits. What's hot in these streets? It's been it's been a minute, so we might be catching up on a few things. Yes, sir. So last week we lost three people. Yeah. First rough week. Yeah. So Janet Dubois from Good Times. We definitely had Esther Scott from Boys in the Hood. That is the mother who smelt sex in the air and went up the stairs as Cupid Jaguna Jr. was hopping out of the window. You're ridiculous. Um, yeah, and then last, we had uh, the young Pop Smoke, who was killed in a home invasion. Yeah. Um, there's been plenty of, like, conspiracy theorists out there. Um we talked about this briefly in our last episode, but just to reiterate it, people find your humanity and your morale and sensitivity. Like, I think it was like maybe 20 minutes after the news got rele- released that he had been murdered. Um, people started accusing his, his brother of setting him up. Like, what? yeah, like going on this man's on his like Instagram and just like, oh, why'd you do it? You always been jealous and like, y'all gotta chill with that shit. You don't know this family. You don't know them. Like, get out of here. That's weird. (laughs) All because, well, I mean, it it came out that Pop Smoke had posted it too, but because he was murdered in LA. Well, excuse me, Beverly Hills. Right. So, um, I guess he had, he had got some stuff from like a sponsor or whatever, and he was like juiced about it, and he was showing the bags, and the bags had the address on it. Yeah. His brother, I guess, posted the same video, and they were like, "Oh, you set him up, you set him up, that you you just try and play it off like by putting up that video and just all type of shit. Like it's madness, absolute madness." Like, uh, like we talked about in our after hours, like. Our world is so desensitized. It's so crazy. Like, you guys do realize that this man just lost, like, someone he was really close to. A significant figure within his life. Like, and y'all just going in on him like that. That's that's Mm -hmm. terrible. Not only that, but if you're not going to be sensitive to that person, but think about Pop Smoke's family. I'm sure they don't want to be hearing all types of rumors and stuff like that. True. So, you know, prayers to all of the families um, that lost a loved one this week. Yeah, it's it's never easy. Yeah. Lastly, Aaron Gordon was robbed. So please send your prayers to him. Nay and I clearly do not agree on that. First of all. But he was First, robbed. I, I'm going to put it out there that um, Swoosh didn't even watch the entire dunk contest. He watched the highlights. 
Um, I actually watched the entire dunk contest from start to finish. And what I will say is, one, the dunk over Taco was not even completed because he definitely landed on him. Like, he did not clear him. All y'all that saying he did, delusional. Come on, man. He didn't. He didn't. He did his thing. He, he, the, no, the ball he got up there, the hoop, but he did not he grab rim. He didn't clear Taco. He did not clear that man. His nuts was on the back of his neck. Derek Jones did four or five dunks between the legs with the left tomahawk. But they were all at different angles and different oops and everything else. He Same even, dunk, no. different ways. Even the okay, one huh? of them. You're saying like, oh, he did the same dunk, just different ways. Okay. You can only put the ball in the hoop so many times. Exactly. There are a lot of variety. However, he what, did what the same What are those varieties? Way. What are they? What I'm saying is you could throw it off as, at, well, per my experience from NBA Live. <laughs> 2060. 20, okay. What you could do is throw it off the shot clock, do a backflip. Front flip. If you don't shut the fuck up right now, <laughs> I'd knock your mic off. The- <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Saying? All I'm saying is all saying. you people who are like, oh, you know, Aaron Gordon was robbed, yada, yada, yada. First of all, what you guys need to realize is don't take away from Jones's effort, first of all, because that's mad disrespectful. Like, how would you feel if you know you just went out there and put on a show? Because they did. Both of them did. They did. Like, what should have been done is they probably should have stopped it and gave them both the title. They should. Because I'm, I'm sure that, and that's another thing. Dwayne Wade is not the only one that gave him a fucking nine, so I'm going to need y'all to chill. He's not. Mr. I didn't watch the whole fucking Miami dunk show. in the dunk contest? Bro, he's not the Dead. only one that gave him a nine. On, on Aaron Gordon's last thing, like, he got, like, three nines, bro. And also, we need to talk about the judges here. I don't know why T'Challa was there. Why? I, I don't know. I asked myself when it came on. <laughs> Please. What? I, I don't know. I get Candace Parker. I Common could have been left out. Like, See? Common's just from Chicago, so they were like, oh, put him up there. Candace Parker, I understand. D-Wade, I understand. Ricky! No, stop it. And the second thing that I want to say is... First of all, the All-Star Weekend is about, you know, being proud and being of being nominated and all of that stuff. Not to mention you have hella kids out there that are just, like, aspiring to be like these people. Aaron Gordon showed, like, the most terrible sportsmanship I've ever seen during the dunk contest. Like, literally. Oh, after. No, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. during Before it. After. Yeah, you did. During see. it. It's like he did his dunks and then... You know, you do so many dunks to get to the second round, which is the final round. It's been like that forever. Who cares if you scored all 50s? You you still got to go to this next round. Mm. So instead of like being ready for the next round, getting ready, he talking about, oh, I don't have to dunk anymore. I did all, I did no, all 50s. For sure. I did all 50s. No, but he legitimately sat down, bro, on the table. Like, I'm not doing nothing else. I'm done. I'm done. Taking off his shoes. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. Theatrics. You gotta sell it. No. He was being a poor sport. And then to be after talking about, oh, yeah, I was robbed again. Yada, yada, yada. Like, come on, man. He was robbed. 
You act like you act like Derek Jones gave you those damn scores. You being a hater to him, like he didn't do shit. I'm just saying, better judge, different judges. The celebrity people probably shouldn't have been there. No, they shouldn't have been there. T'Challa and Common, I don't know where you there, mm. but I'm definitely not going to be like, oh, Aaron Gordon was the greatest dunker alive, and like, calm down. Yes, sir. But hey. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. All-Star Weekend went pretty well, so big ups to them. Reactions for this week. Another while we were gone. Matthew A. Cherry. My dog. Went to the awards, Oscars, and hauled in the award for Best Animated Short Film. For Hair Love. Exactly. So big ups to him. It's absolutely adorable. If you have not watched it, you're trash and you should get better. No, yeah. you're no, not trash, no, no. but you're watch tra- it. No, you're watch. trash because <laughs> it's accessible. It's everywhere. You can find it on YouTube. It's and adorable. It is, what, seven, seven minutes? Yeah, like I'm pretty sure minutes. y'all watch um, Instagram videos longer than that nowadays. Yeah, so yeah, you are trash. I'm judging you. I was gonna give you the benefit of the doubt, but you know, hey, given come on, and it's Black History Month. So what are you doing mm, with your life? You're right, trash, trash. You are trash. So definitely check that out on YouTube. And if you've checked out the credits, a whole lot of people contributed to this movie. I mean, they have Baron Davis on that thing. I think uh, Gabrielle Union and Zaire Wade are on uh, are. Producer, as or not, yeah, producer, not executive, but further produced it. Issa Rae does the voice, right? So, a lot of people tied to it. So, I didn't really pay attention to the credits. Now, I gotta go back and look at them. Yeah, there's a lot of star studded people. On That's that. what's up. So, I think he did it crowdfunding. He's like, Yo, I got this picture, I got an idea of the story, and just hey, animators hit me up and look where he's at now. I'm sure y'all seen my post last week when I said. You know, <clears throat> words need to be spoke into existence. So that's, you know, the definition of manifesting right there. Because he literally tweeted, like, hey, I got an Oscar-worthy idea. Where are the graphic artists at? Or graphic designers at? Exactly. And look at him now. What is Oscar? So Bet. let's take advantage of that right now. Um, <laughs> yo, I got an idea. Not for a movie, but for a music video. And hear me out. Samuel Jackson's gonna be in it. So if you can make all that happen, hit me up in the DMs. I got a million dollar idea right here. Just wait for it. I feel like that's already been done, but alright. Check me, because I have looked through Samuel Jackson's filmography. He doesn't have a music video, so this is a first ever. By the way, Samuel Jackson in hella fucking movies. Yeah. Jesus. You didn't know that's a so, I knew this. this is a, and then I went to go look it up. One working I ass went black to man. Look it up. Yeah. Fuck, what was it? Like 189. Yeah. Total credits. Movies, films. No, movies, films, TV shows, mm-hmm. video games. Mm-hmm. That might be working. Like 162 movies he's actually in slash working on. Mm-hmm. Bruh, if he's not black history by himself, <laughs> that nigga pop up everywhere. I'm surprised I don't go to IHOP and see him there. 
No, it's because he's working. He's not going to be at IHOP. Not to mention IHOP isn't really that good, so. Waffle House. Chick-fil-A. I've never been to Waffle House. I tried to go when I was in Florida, but I was told that Waffle House is fucking disgusting and I should not be (laughs) eating there. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) But I hear it's everywhere. Yeah, I was like, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be one of the cool black people. I wouldn't go to Waffle House like everybody else. Let me just try it. I want to get the jokes too. But the person I was with was just like, fuck no. I don't know how you're getting there because I'm not taking you. (laughs) Like, I'm not eating there. And I was like, and not right. of your of your best life. They don't want you to win. Uh, or I mean, it could be looked at in the other way because they were like, it's hella greasy. You don't need to be. You don't even eat like that. You should not be intaking that kind of food. And I was like, you know, my stomach is kind of sensitive. You know, <laughs> I am a whole vegetarian, and then you know, maybe I shouldn't be eating stuff like that. So yeah. <laughs> so I didn't go. Moral of the story: No Moral waffle story. house for me. I want to try it though. In other news, D. Wade is preparing to release his documentary. I believe it's on uh, on ESPN pretty soon. So he's been doing some uh, media work, promotion, and whatnot. That's why different... he keeps getting all these damn interviews. Yeah. I was just like, you are one interviewing ass Negro right now. <laughs> why are you everywhere? Okay. So he's, he's doing some promotion. And during this, his. Uh, promotion tour he stopped by the ellen show and he announced that his son zion is going by zaya zaya way and it has the internets the interwebs up in arms everybody mad oh there's some there's a lot of good support around it there I think, is uh, he also posted like a little what was like candid video shot of when they went golfing yeah and and talking about living their true life and she wants to be her and not and be honest authentic yeah so i think that definitely touched a lot of people but definitely rubbed a lot of people the wrong way i just want to say that i do think that most of these people who are speaking on it or feeling the need to speak on it because personally okay i'm not gonna sit here and say that he's a bad dad or he's making the wrong decision why because that's not my child i have no say so in it and i kind of feel like people again we feel like we're so we have so much access to these celebrities that we can make comments and judgment and so on and so forth. Um, but I also do think that a lot of people don't understand the term of transgender and are assuming a lot of things that aren't necessarily correct right. or haven't been <coughs> confirmed. <laughs> like your boy Boosie. Who... If you have seen his clip and his argument about <laughs> that boy don't know what do you say out of that boy don't know like these kids these days what gender they are man they don't know what they gonna eat tomorrow like wait what um 
Then he <laughs> proceeds to say, don't cut his stuff off, dog. Don't do it. <laughs> and my thing is, who said he was having surgery? Not only that, uh-huh. um, uh, just so you guys know, a sex change <laughs> surgery, like if a guy is going, if, if we're going from male to female, it doesn't get cut off. It gets inverted. So just so you know, like. What? Yeah. There's no chopping of anything. Like the only thing that gets removed is like the testes. And, yeah. Yeah. So and if so anything, much. they still have a choice of whether they want that or they may not get surgery so that's yeah and i'm just like when did like literally i went on i started googling it like did he say he was getting surgery like i don't that was never said why are you so upset i don't understand (laughs) i think a lot of people that's this is the common issue with transgender yeah and then they were just and then he was like oh if he wants to be gay let him be gay blah 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 again um so that Transgender actually has nothing to do with uh, sexual orientation. Exactly. Or so. sexual, no, not sexual orientation. Sexual attraction. Yeah, I guess that's the right way or to say. Both. Or both. Yeah. So I mean, if you guys need an example, uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Still rocks with the females. So. Yep. Still has. Still has her penis. Yeah. So. Yeah. I just feel like everybody should just mind their damn business. Especially like Mind them. the business that pays you, you feel me? Just just be quiet. Yeah. It has nothing to do with me or you or anything and you can't be upset at a man supporting his family. Yes, cuz in in regards to D-Wade and his parenting right now, I, he is by all means black excellence because he is Something I'm pretty sure that he did not grow up with any of this. And then now to be a parent to turn around and learn more and instead of like. Can you think about like all the things that you try to tell your parents about yourself? And just because it was something unfamiliar. Right. They're just like, nah, fuck no. (laughs) Um, I'll beat your ass. (laughs) Like. Like that, you, you guys also have to realize that there are kids that are killing themselves every day because right. they feel like they can't talk to their parents about stuff. So if Dwayne Wade has a relationship with his child, then let him have a relationship with his child. Yeah. Um, I do understand why I can't, like people are kind of just like that's all he talks about because I low key feel like that that is all he's been talking about lately. Um. I don't know. If they I, look for it, yeah. Yeah. Like, if I, I feel like, like, if I was his child, I'd be like, all right, chill. Like, you can mm-hmm. tell them you don't want to answer or something. Yeah, but niggas be going after them. So I can, yeah, I can see well, why he talks about it. I, I, can, I can get that, but it's just like, mm-hmm. there's a lot to it. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like maybe he's, he's giving, he's giving the world too much for one. They're mm-hmm. not ready for it, they can't handle it. Uh, and they're given too much of their damn opinion. Plus, my concern is the child. Yeah. So, like, that all, seeing all that stuff, like, that can have a negative effect on any person's mindset. Mm-hmm. So just imagine being that young. and Exactly. So, yeah. So, yeah, y'all, um, stop stressing yourself out over a child that is not yours. But if you do experience this, yeah, 
three ways is a good example of like how you should probably curve your change your mindset. Yeah. Learn more. Learn more about a lot of things. Yeah. If your kid comes to you and says, Hey, you know what? I have feelings. And when you whoop my ass like you do, I feel like that traumatizes me. Maybe we should be like Dwayne Wade and try to nah, alter our perspective. I'm still with my kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm gonna be like, maybe you shouldn't act up and get me to the point where I gotta beat your ass and then we won't have no hurt feelings in this. Oh, bitch. you don't think I know how you feel, huh? <laughs> Was that? But I think, nah, I, think I, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Like I'm not saying beat your kids, but I am saying. Beat or your if kids, they do say, like, you know what? Some days, like I don't feel like a boy. Maybe we should like talk more about this and see where they're actually where they're at. Oh, another thing on this topic while we're here, stop blaming Gabrielle Union for this, y'all. Wait, what? Hella people. Hella people. Hella people are just like, oh, he didn't start acting like that until Gabrielle Union came about. And now, you know, she done made this boy all all feminine. And (laughs) and I'm like, what? Yo, people are nuts. (laughs) People are crazy, crazy, big crazy. Like, the conspiracy theories are... First of no, all, I, I just be I, wondering how people have this much time in their life and their day because to I, live other people's lives. You feel me? Because I'm struggling in mine. Man, you guys I'm, can come over here and live my life. Because I'm, I'm not taking on nobody else's problems. Shit! What the? What the? You know what? Let's just move on. Man. Yeah, yeah. No, we can move on. I had a but whole yeah. other thought to add, but you know what? Nah. Everybody that wiped me tripping. out. That Everybody wiped stop me out. tripping. The Mind fuck. your business. Moral story. Shit, Mind please. your business. Just please. There we go. Anyways, carry on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Last week on the Dr. Oz show, Lark Voorhees. Is it really Voorhees? Voorhees. Like Jason Voorhees? Yeah. Okay. And I was like, oh shit. What? Yeah, I've always been like confused on that. And I was just like, that so, says Voorhees. If you don't know who she is, she is Lisa Turtle from Saved by the Bell. A.K.A. the black girl. Yeah. For real. But she bougie. But the black girl on Save by the Bell. Mm. Yeah, she's black. I'm also thinking of, sorry. Physically I'm, black girl. I'll probably edit this out. Stacy Dash. She reminds me of those, like, like in black shows. Like, hey, you gotta have the, the token. But then they also have to be bougie. But then... If they're women, right? That's a pattern, right? Yeah, and then if they're if they're male, they're corny. Hmm. Hmm. Anyways, Lark Voorhees from Saved by the Bell went on Doctor Oz. Apparently, she was scheduled two years prior, prior, but after doing like a brief intake interview they realized that she wasn't in a good mental spot so they end up dr oz ended up helping her get some services in the process her mom kind of came out and said oh yeah she has bipolar disorder um but it actually turns out that she was diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder which is a form of psychosis that's tied to your emotions very significantly to the point that usually it's associated with depressive motion so as soon as you have instances of psychosis difficulties with your thoughts hearing voices 
then you will also go into like a drop or bout with That's depression. Or vice versa. So That's a really fucked up state to be in. It's, it's tough. Coming from someone who has depression, like I can't imagine to be hearing voices on top of that. Right. That's fucked up. So I think the way she described it is was like, you know, it would be competing voices and which one would get control of um Lark. That process. Yeah. Like we would get to the top and get to control the decision. So that's like Mm-mm. No, pretty sir. scary. So yeah, definitely was in therapy. Definitely came out of it pretty well. Taking medication consistently, um, but to this day, she still says that she still has difficulty communicating her thoughts. Difficulty leaving the house because a lot of like agoraphobia or like fear of being outside her home and what could happen. But she's pushing through, and then right now she's just a little hurt by the. Not being invited to the reunion because of her mental health and mental state. Right. So. It's kind of just like, like, my friends don't invite me places sometimes. And I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? And yeah. they're like, you wasn't going to come anyways. And I'm like, that's besides the point. Let me decide that I'm not going to come. Right. Granted, I wasn't going to come. But, but. <laughs> let me say I'm not coming. I feel like this is different. I feel like it's like, you know, you're on a show for several years. These well, yeah, no, that's what I mean. And... Like, you feel like you're, you're like some, some places that my friends have gone. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yo, like I really, really, that's something I would have enjoyed. And no one said anything to me, especially right. when it's like a group of people. And it's just like, yo, what the fuck? Right. And especially the times that I'm going through like my dis- depression or whatever. So yeah, seeing that happen and then no one even thought to let you know yeah like you find out like on the e or yeah and you're just like like oh okay because i wasn't on that show the entire time hey maybe maybe my service off right Mm -hmm. like because then you start questioning yourself because that puts you in a whole nother level of like just overthinking and shit like that because then Mm -hmm. it's just like what did i do to them like are they mad at me or, you know, so... Or then, even worse, just turning it on yourself and just like, oh, it's all my fault. If I did do this, if mm-hmm. I did do that, then... If I wasn't quote-unquote crazy, then, yeah. You know. So I think they definitely talked about her being predisposed and basically it running in her family. Some of it was just like, you know, the stress of being a child star. So, just a bad combination, so... Yo, Hollywood has to do better. It does. It really Especially ha- with mental health. Man, it has to do better. I want to say... Nah, not... I was going to say, like, black Hollywood especially, but... Well, of course. Yes. I mean, because we black, but... Yeah. But, yeah, no, as a whole, like, I don't think we're doing... The, it, nothing's... The amount of things that should be getting done are definitely not getting done. Right. Because we have too many child stars who have, like died of drug use and just a bunch of different stuff like like your boy eddie what's his name which one from that so raven my boy yeah Orlando brown yeah you mean sticky either way it is past the point of drugs like there's some mental health issues there for sure and what's being done? 
besides us laughing at the stupid shit that he's does. I'm sorry, I'm already playing the the video to America. Him, Ooh. Like Ooh. <laughs> we gotta do better, man. I'm just like, yo, what happened? Even okay, even Raven, Raven's on stuff, but she she a bit different. Like we should probably seek some counseling. Maybe maybe we should sit down and talk to somebody. Should we do mm. that? We should probably do that. I follow her on Instagram. I'm trying to figure out which black person hurt her. When did you? When did you <laughs> what? What happened? That was that nigga from Fall from Grace. I bet that nigga got to her. Oh my gosh. Shut I'm up. Trash. <laughs> Anyways. So, definitely look up those stories if this is the first time hearing about it. Check them out. So, man. Main topic. Burr, 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 burr. We really have to get that sound effect because I can't keep doing that. It's embarrassing. Burr, 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 burr. Or maybe we record it and put it on loop for you. We'll just have you just doing it. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> just me. <laughs> burr, 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 burr. That's terrible. No one wants that. Anyways. If you um, want that, slide in our DMs. No. Yep. If you guys have not... Well, I mean, you were listening to the episode, so we already talked about what our main topic is. Um, but if you weren't paying attention and you haven't realized it from some of the conversations we've already had, the main topic of this episode is, drumroll please, black cinema. That was very anticlimactic. Like, I did a drumroll and everything, and I didn't even say it. Like, Anyways, so... Since we've been gone for a couple of weeks, we actually asked you guys two separate questions. Um, our first question, we're going to go ahead and dive into it. Um, well, this was the last question we asked you, but the first one we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. What are your top five game-changing black movies and why? So I'm going to go ahead and give you all my top five real quick. Um, it's like it's top six because I couldn't, um, <laughs> I couldn't like eliminate... Some of them, and yeah, this is in no specific order. It's just like my top five, like go to all the time. Um, ooh, just kidding, seven. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. It's really hard. Like when you really sit down and Google black movies, we got some shit, y'all. We got some shit. They are dope. Anyways, um, so I have Love Jones. I like Love Jones just because. Um, it really spoke to the creative in me. For those of you who don't know, I don't think I've said it on our podcast before, but, um, I used to really, really be into writing poetry. Um, had a couple of like notebooks full of poems, never let anybody read them though. I'm not a public speaker like that. Um, but yeah, so Love Jones, when I was finally able to watch it, was just like, spoke to my spirit. Um, Love and Basketball. Because that will forever be one of my favorite movies. Um, I love that movie. I thought it was going to be my life until (laughs) uh, I realized I wasn't about to go to college in L.A. And uh, yeah, nor was I going to play in the WNBA. If I had better knees, though, I'd be out there. Um, Boys in the Hood, because Boys in the Hood spoke to me because... Although I am not from, I'm not hood at by any means. Not hood at all. However, I do have family in a different part of California. Not necessarily LA where this is um, based out of. But I had family in 
seeing a lot of things that they went through, like I seen that. I seen stuff like that firsthand, just visiting family. And I felt like it really uh, reminded me of my family and the things that my family members have gone through. And, you know, losing losing a, a relative to gun violence and stuff like that. Like I've I've lived through all of that. So it spoke to me. Um, <clears throat> do the right thing because I mean, obvious reasons, the social justice aspect of it. So when I really did watch it, it was just like, when I got older and I watched it, I was just like, damn, this is a great movie. Don't understand why Spike Lee didn't get the credit he deserved for that. But you know, that's another subject. Um, we got Black Panther cause Black Panther was a shit. Um, I am a big comic person, so I went and seen all the Marvel movies. And just to finally be able to see Black people portrayed in such a just beautiful, excellent, elegant light was great. Like, when I went to go see that movie, I want to tell you, I showed out. Like, I, I looked like a Black Panther when I got there. I had a leather beret on. Like, it was real. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it was a whole thing. Like take cloth? Bro, I couldn't, I didn't have one, but I had a, a um, Black Panther t-shirt on and a leather jacket, like, oh. it, it was real. <laughs> I went in all black. My shirt was black. My jeans was black. Like, it was, it was a thing. Um, Then I got the Wiz because that is my shit. I love the Wiz. Like, it's so much better than the Wizard of Oz. You got... Michael Jackson in it. You got Diana Ross in it. Like, yeah, you can't go wrong. What is there not to like about the Wiz? It was it, the music, the dancing. It just all about everything about that movie was fucking fly. Like black people shut that shit down. Wizard of Oz is trash. And then lastly, uh, South Central. I don't know. Have you ever seen South South Central? Yeah. yeah. So I really like South Central because. It portrays that whole like gang life and things like that, but it also shows the the positive end of it. Cause I feel like a lot of the the gangster movies or gangster gang movies or whatever, it's just like people get killed and then someone moves out the neighborhood and that's how it starts. Like right now, I literally cannot really tell you the ending of Boys in the Hood, even though it's one of my favorite movies. Like you don't see nothing. Like what happens at the end? Either they don't know. Don't show or don't care about black people in the hood. Okay. But that's yeah, it. Just leave that message with you. Yeah, that sits with you. It's yeah, just like, but it's like, damn, you want to see something positive for once. So South Central gives you that part of it too. Because dude is a whole thug, goes to prison, mm-hmm. finds himself, finds religion or whatever in prison and gets out. And his his main quest is to get his son out of the life that he was in. That movie's, bro, that movie's dope. And I think it slept on, honestly. Mm. I'm surprised you didn't have major pain on there. Nah, I let that one go. Let it go. <laughs> I let it go. But, you know, that's, I, it was hard. I don't know if that's a black movie, though. I mean, low-key. Yeah. Mm. Not like, Whatever. Based on the cast. Yeah. Mm. All right, your turn. Of course, I had The Wiz. I think it was the first black movie I actually watched. Because really? Shelter Kid. But then it came out because we did it for, uh, what's it called? For an after school program. Mm-hmm. They had like a little show, and I was like, oh, what is this? Let me check this out. This is smacking. 
So that's fine. That's my number one. Should I go in order that they came out? My basketball movie wasn't love of basketball because unfortunately, looking back on it, it's pretty toxic. So I mean, I mean it is. Come on. It is. So mine I is still love the movie. <laughs> above the rim. All right. So yeah, lots of Denzel here. Next up is Antoine Fisher because, yo. Antoine, but see, like. Ant- I'm just saying. Trauma. I, I got you. I got you. You got a black psychiatrist here. Yeah, so yeah, mental health. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, I can see me. It was close. Movie. It was close. Those was, was one there. of my like, should I put this in there? <laughs> Plus Derek Luke's whole story about being the security guard on the lot and then auditioning for this and then getting it. And then the director going up to him in the like souvenir store and like, hey, get the part. That's a dope. Of course, Beyond the Lights, my favorite black romantic, black romance film. I don't think I've seen that. With uh, Nate Parker and uh, I forgot her name. She's a, she's an artist. He's a police officer. Don't think I've seen it. Anyways, moving on. Check that out if you haven't. Pretty awesome. And of course, get out. Come on, y'all. Get you, you you know. You know. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Don't don't need an explanation. Alright, so I got a few responses. So <clears throat> first one, shout out to my best friend. Hey best friend. Um, so what happened was we were talking about his movies and then he wrote down a paper and then forgot to give it to me, and so I don't have it. So <laughs> so I tried to call him and get in. He was like, shit, I forgot my top five, but I got three of them. So <laughs> here are his top three. Um, he put uh, Hollywood Shuffle. Hmm. Um, he put that up there because it basically has an underlying meaning, and it shows you how black people are portrayed in movies right? constantly. So... He likes that movie. Um, he put Baps. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Honestly, cannot remember why he said Baps. But <laughs> he said Baps. Um, I think he's like, it's just hella funny, and it will forever be funny to me. Uh, and then Black Panther as well, because of the black excellence. And then, shout out to my best friend's dad, a.k.a. Pops. You feel me? So I had to get an older perspective on things. So his his number one was Superfly. Uh, the old one, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, not that new shit. Ooh, no, 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 no. This man is 60 plus that I'm talking to. I'm about to say. Yeah, nah. I'm about to say nay. I don't even think he's seen that. I don't even think Good. he, I don't even don't think he knows it. that you they made one. It. Anyway, so Good. Superfly, he was like, I don't care what no one says, man was bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> but he was like, Better he made- Shaft? Uh, he made everybody want to be like him he's like granted it got a lot of negroes put in jail um (laughs) but uh he was cool uh he put in the heat of the night Mm. with sydney portier and this is his reasoning word for word because a black man slapped the hell out of white man because he was tired of his shit (laughs) (laughs) and i was like i'm with it um, that came out in 1967. So you know, seeing that he's like seeing that in 1967, that that's different. Different. That that's setting that's setting some bars there. True that. Um, true that. Also, guess who's coming to dinner? Again, mm. another Sydney Portier movie, um, and that was because 
black man married a white woman and was shaking the table, basically. Um, it's a must-see, but man, that movie's long. Oh. Uh, his other two, well, he picked Buck and the Preacher. Hmm. Again, I believe it's another Sidney Portier. I forgot what reason he said for that one. And then his last one was Shaft. Shaft. Mm-hmm. And he was like, because he don't care what no one says, that's the black, first black superhero. <laughs> Bad mother. Shut your mouth. <laughs> You're damn right. Oh, wow. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, so um, those are, you know, that's what people were saying. That's what we had, had to say. Shout so let's look at the history of black people in cinema and the arts like we're saying probably 15 yeah no nope oh god anyways like we're saying uh black people are often given very whack roles would you agree facts um we're given the token black person, if you will. Uh, most of the time, we're portrayed in negative light. Um, so we're pimps, hoes, crackheads, drug dealers, <laughs> armed robbers, crooked cops, things of that nature. Um, and we as black people, we know that the media or these movies portray us in these negative lights. Um it's no secret. Is this news to you? Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, so, in effect, because we're viewed so negatively, uh, oftentimes, if you really look at it, people that are minorities, other black people, we view black people in these negative lights because that's where we're accustomed to say- seeing. Mm-hmm. So, like... You know, it's easy for someone who has little to no contact with any minorities or any other black people to think like, oh, you know, well, all black men beat women and sell crack. Yeah. If that's all they see on any media outlet. Yeah. I think that was one of the big things that they talked about on uh, on the Netflix documentary. They need us is that, yeah, when we have like gangster movies and we have. Uh, black exploitation movies quite often and there's a mythical black character that can do what he wants and he's whatever and super pro-black and he can slap white people and <laughs> pimp women and he's a magical character and that's what they th- that's who they think we are and that's how we get the whole oh sports we're all about sports and no education and yeah. you know we're pimps but we also gangbang and have very complicated families with lots of affairs and baby mamas illegitimate children yeah oh my goodness so fair enough that uh, we get tired of this kind of stigma and we demand a more piece of the pie a little bit more control right and black hollywood is something but they didn't want them to happen. Regular Hollywood said that our movies wouldn't sell. Henceforth, right now, it seems like we're getting a little bit more control of our our own story. We have black directors for our black 
movies who are majority black casted and it's big and we're now showing Hollywood that we can sell these movies people want to see this I feel like we've been showing them that we can sell these movies because I think like just us listing Mm -hmm. our top five shows you like okay do the right thing came out in 89 but they boy when I they didn't boycott they like um for a lot of Spike's movies they did not fuck with them yeah. Basically, weren't showing him, showing his movies like that. Um, and, But don't get me wrong, that still goes on to this day. Yeah. Like, where a lot of black movies don't get as much time in theater as or, other movies do. Or do they just flat out say, like, oh, no, this isn't going to sell. Black Panther, Get Out, Moonlight, all, all I said. I still haven't seen Moonlight. <laughs> Damn. I know, like, man. I'd be slacking. I'd be slacking. But... But all these movies said, oh, no, they're not going to sell. They can't go. They're not going to do big in the States. They can't travel across worldwide. And then Black Panther comes in and that shit sells. Shut down. 300 mil? Four? One of the top grossing movies. So, I mean, you have to give us the reins sometimes. Black people, if it's not, you know, if it's well made, it's not going to be just a black movie. Exactly. I think people need to realize that. But despite this, even though we get we some movies do get pushed through, we are heavily critiqued. Not by not only by the mass majority of people, but also by specifically by people. And quite often it's quite hard. Exactly. Which moves us to our second question. Um so we asked you this a couple weeks ago, and it was why do we as black people critique black movies harder than we critique others. So, speaking with the the homie, Crystal, she definitely said that we need to be more conscious of the material that we're giving out. Quite often, a lot of the movies that we have put out are very black-focused, with, but play heavily on black stereotypes and Although it might be relevant for us and, you know, our own inside jokes, we also have to be mindful about what other people are taking in and absorbing from that. Basically, we are in mixed company, y'all. Right. um, So, let's see, I got two responses here. Uh, Shout out to the homie Anthony. He says that uh, we critique movies harder because of self-hate. I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory. And then Rashad says that uh, we critique movies harsher because we expect more with less. Mm. More with less. Let's grab one more. So I think one person said that my boy Ross. My boy Ross said we, we look with a more in-depth perspective of the things that we relate to the most. So shout out to Ross. He's going to join us soon next month. But that's quite well. And for me, I definitely feel like since it's our work, we have that more more outright to criticize it and depict it or because it's, yeah, it's closer to us. I think there is also kind of a, There's also kind of a pressure to succeed, a pressure to be excellent. 
Like our movies have to be top tier. One mostly because hey, we want awards and we have to compete, but also at the same time, I think there is a, a sense that like I think you did say it earlier, like inferiority or like we're, our movies are not as good as white people's movies because they're getting awards or they're they got something that we don't got. So, so. <clears throat> thought that being said, I'm sure you guys are probably like, why are we talking about movies? This is a mental health podcast. Um, You know, in the long run, this all does play into mental health and how we view ourselves. Uh, But the main reason we came to this idea to use as a topic is, for one, Oscars was just, what, a couple weeks ago. Right. And for two, your boy Tyler Perry dropped a movie, what, last week? I mean, last month? Yeah. Um, On Netflix called A Fall From Grace. So... I watched it. <laughs> Did you watch it? I checked it out this morning. Oh, it's a good storyline, right? Like, um, it's a decent storyline. I think you could do a lot of work with it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Good. So, here's my thing. <laughs> we all love Tyler, right? Like, we like. I mean, we we said it before. He just uh, opened his what's called movie studios, studios, yeah. And we was praising the black excellence, praising it. Um, but it's just like, when are things going to change, kind of? Right, because we know there's a lot of, there's a lot of issues with Tyler Perry's movies. I think a lot of people are divided on it. Big ups to him. They praise him heavily on, you know, creating jobs for black actors, bringing a lot of, a lot of actors that didn't have things, and now they do have Movies, more credits. I mean, the the cast is majority black. Puts out movies consistently. The reviews have plummeted, though. And a lot of people are concerned. Or some people just boycott his movies altogether because they feel they're just toxic and Um, don't represent us. So, have you been watching Tyler Perry movies as of late? Um, Besides The Fall From Grace. As of late, I have not. I'm not going to lie. Neither have I. Um, it's getting to the point where, like, it's almost predictable. Predictable? Boo, a Medea Halloween? Bro, what the fuck is I'm that? not talking about Medea's movies. I'm talking about, like... But I'm just saying Tyler Perry in general. Yeah, and what then, the fuck, bro? But then um, highly criticized about, like, with acrimony, and that's been, like... People look through that, and they're like, oh, my gosh. How did she get on the boat? <laughs> so, uh, so that that's the thing. Issues. Like, I am I am all for Tyler Perry, but I think that as a whole, Tyler Perry needs to do better. Um, and when I'm saying do better, like if we look at some of the mistakes that are um, apparent in a lot of his movies, right. we have things like first number one is them god awful wigs that he keep putting on these people's heads. I like I needed to stop. I needed to stop <laughs> right now. Um, the backgrounds, the CGI, like acrimony was really big for like the little green screen effects. And I was just like, yo, uh, you could have just filmed this by a doc. I don't understand. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Um, the editing when it comes time to like the finished product or whatever, mm-hmm. editing is not so great. You know, you, you look at one person one second and then flashes back to that person, and their hair's different, and it's just like, yo, what uh, the fuck? You didn't go anywhere. 
That 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 comes with editing, bro. That's that's sometimes just how it is. But then again, if there's people in the background and they're drinking empty cups of water. That's that's just being prepared, period. Like I'm saying if you're if you're a main character and your hair is one way, like yes, you I get it. You're gonna record the scenes I mean, different days. But if you're gonna portray it as one fluid motion, I mean then you gotta that's not a Tyler Perry thing. That's more of the homie that's that's the sole job for them to do that. No, but he's doing those. He's he, editing. He's editing himself too? Yes. That's nuts. No way, bro. Yes! Where's they that said at? that he's editing. Let me look at this, bro. <laughs> I <laughs> swear. And, that's and, a lot of jobs. And then uh, the storylines. Like I said, the storylines are predictable and almost always negative um, as far as like portraying black people. And like we said earlier, we kind of need to remember that we are in mixed company. So it's just like, like yeah, Tyler, those things do go on within mm-hmm. the black community. But at, right now, it's at the point where you're only putting out stuff like that that goes on you know what i mean like and it 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 sucks um if you compare you know because people are like oh well it was just because it was a little netflix movie and so on and so forth um let's compare some netflix movies so we have a fall from grace first of all he filmed it in five days oh no (laughs) the budget was five million dollars it made over 50 million dollars so, I mean, props for him to that. Um, as far as major stars, you have Felicia Rashad and Cicely Tyson. I just picked the biggest, yeah. biggest names. Um, compared to another Netflix movie, Six Underground. Have you seen it? Yeah, pretty star-studded. Well, no, I've seen a little bit. Pretty star-studded, though. A lot of good actors. Yeah, I just picked the main star, Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Um, I I couldn't find how long it took to film it. However, the budget for this movie was $150 million. But it generated or made over $300 million. Mm. So it's just like, I feel like, you know, Tyler, he he doesn't have people working with him. He doesn't have anybody. He's writing all of these scripts and he's writing all of these shows and all of that other stuff. And it's just like, we get it, bro. Like, you're talented, bro. No, No taking away from that. Right. But but at what what point are we gonna get some people to help you? Like there are plenty of talented black writers out there that yeah. are ready to help. There are plenty of black producers. Um, you know. Yeah, man, I think it's tough for him because I don't think he's necessarily just thinking about the profit and how much or how much crazy he's gonna get off of. Of doing it. Yeah, I don't think he's necessarily doing um, that e- either. Like, I just think he's so accustomed to doing everything by himself. Like, okay, didn't have nobody backing him for the play, so he kind of put that in into motion himself. Right. But it's just like, all right, Tyler, we're on a bigger stage now. Like, you gotta, you gotta yeah, get you help, gotta, bro. You gotta get a team. But I think, I think uh, in his interview with Level with uh, Leah King, he went into a kind of why he doesn't have a writer's room and just being double-crossed by, like, the unions or just the people in the writer's room who, like, kind of intentionally messed up edits just so they could re-edit the script so then then they can up their money because they get paid on, like, mm-hmm. rewriting. So then it's kind of just like, okay, I get that, like, 
you don't you can't trust additional people but then but again, you have to yeah because it's like again now you're in a different place like right. your tax bracket is completely different at this point so yeah somebody could fuck up and do it on purpose so they yeah. can get paid more money that's fine pay them that more money and just never do business with them again like you're at that he's at that point in his in his career where he can do that right he has money he can ride it and then just sit back but i think the I mean, I can definitely imagine why why he has some good reason, like, distrusting people and, you know, being suspicious and trying to keep things in-house as much as possible and in control as much as possible. But, I mean, it runs its risks. And we're giving up quality for it. Yeah, I, I think, <clears throat> like I said, I'm a fan of Tyler Perry. I just need him to, you know, everybody needs help every once in a while. Right. So I need him to, you know, like, all right, I'm on such a bigger scale. Like, it was different when he was just doing his plays because nine times out of ten, it was really just black people at those plays. Um, He wasn't doing a whole lot less of them. Yeah. At once. Yeah. If we can, for sure. Because now he has, like, movies and shows and... And he's doing some stuff like he has whole BT thing. Mm-hmm. He has his movies. He has a lot with fifteen studios that are record and people are recording in th- in them. Right. Yeah, uh, you're doing like, a whole lot now, bro. Like, <laughs> I didn't and I'm even... pretty sure he's still doing stuff for Oprah, right? On I the think, O channel. I think so. Yeah. So like, my man, who my boy got more jobs than a Jamaican, but so, he needs to chill. So please don't tell me he's just he's doing editing too. I just, uh, that's what I heard, bro. That's what I heard. And it's just like, you know, your fresh pair of eyes never hurt nobody. Right. Because there was definitely some things. I mean, if you don't trust people, you can get someone like these up and coming folks. Like he's given a few people jobs off of like Instagram or whatever. Right. Instagram comedians, like a couple of acting gigs or whatever. Um, some of them are writers or trying to be in the writer's room or are in writer rooms. Right. Like, give them opportunity. They ain't going to. They're up and coming. They, right. they can't be scamming people. Like, you. <laughs> they can you, afford this. Yeah, you can't afford to get blackballed. So. So, come on. Come on, bro. Come on. There's a couple of uh, writers that I know that I feel like would be dope if they collabed with him that I follow on Instagram. Like, uh. Tyree Elaine. Oh, dang. Oh, that boy swoosh night. You know, he got some ideas. You don't write. I got a little journal. You know, I've been writing this year, you know. Come with me some ideas, Tyler. You know, because you I feel like me and, me and you and, and me and you collab, I think we could do some great things. You know, I lived a very interesting life, you know. You literally said earlier sure that you were a sheltered Vanessa child. Vanessa Janae. Vanessa Denae, she can slide through with some ideas too. You know, here at the Love Yours podcast, we lived very interesting lives. You know, and some by stuff way, that he means movies. me, literally me. I mean, I, I, I did some things. This man is lying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying. Anyways, you know. moral of the story is Black Hollywood. Is it helping us? Is Did I ever it hindering tell you the us? Day I got fired on my day off. Shut up. From Target? Nah. Security? Nah. Storage. And then me and my boy Smokey. Shut See, we, up. 
love. What? Shut up. We was chilling. We just hanged out the whole day. Oh my god, you're trash. This you never know, happened. My it's dad. a movie. I was trying to get this girl named Mia Long. Oh my. But you then Felicia tried to get it. You couldn't look at you. You going back and forth between real names and fake names. And then they said my boy Smokey. Shut up. Anyway. So she had a girl look like Halle Berry. But Janet Jackson. It was Janet Jackson. But then she ain't look like Janet Jackson. <sighs> All right, guys. And then I wanted to go stay with my listening. boy Day- my cousin Dayday. At the end of the day. We thought this would be a good idea to discuss because, you know, all of this does have an effect on our mental health, Um, even with viewing Tyler Perry movies. Like, is it how does it affect us? How does it affect you, Swoosh? Does it feel like it has some toll on you mentally? Um, Somewhat. Or have you reached a point of higher woke-tivity that you... um, I think when he first came out, I was definitely optimistic about because like oh man this is really it's really great um it's really interesting and then as like he rolled out with more movies then it was kind of like oh mm, this was kind of a bit miss then he came back with the family that prays and i thought that was a good movie but then i thought that it was got a show worse. no it's a movie oh, didn't um say so yeah it's a little Looking at it all in the grand scheme of things, yeah, it all just seems like, yeah, black stereotypes. Mm-hmm. It's kind of all Cashing similar in to. On the negative. Yeah, kind of all seems like exactly like what the Boondocks band episode had. So, which interesting how Tyler Perry got that episode banned from Adult Swim, but that's, a, that's something for you guys to go look up. How about you, Nay? How does it affect your mental health? Um. Very similar ways. Uh, I was actually one of the people who used to go to Tyler Perry plays, been to a couple of them with like my family or whatnot. Um, so I was rooting for him. Like I'm still rooting for him, but we yeah, for you. I, I'm 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 on the end where it's just like, all right, you know, something's got to change um, because it is it is exploiting exploiting the negativity within the black community and it would be nice if he just showed us in a more positive light about things right. um because i mean at the end of the day we put you on bro we ain't asking for nothing we still gonna go to your stuff you feel me right we just want to look a little better when you when you talk about us that'd be great hmm. um but yeah no that definitely uh because i'm at a point where i am more socially aware of things um I don't think it affects my mental state. Like, it doesn't make me think any less of myself. Um, But I could easily see how someone who is in a more vulnerable state as far as, like, mentally could easily just be like, oh, you know, why why am I ever going to account a a grow up to be anything? Because, you know, it's even in the movies. Like, I'm I'm born to be a crackhead or born to be a drug dealer or something like that. So, yeah. yeah. I definitely think that... Yeah, poison to our self-image, so we got to be aware of what we watch, what we put out there, what content we put out there, what we, be, what we say about our people, who we let use the N-word. Yeah, that's Shouldn't right. Shouldn't let anyone use it. Exactly. I just want y'all to think about that. Just think about it. All right. Um. So, yeah, hopefully we can review some more movies here on the podcast um if you're looking for more definitely go check out that documentary they they need us on netflix 
You guys can also check out um, cool. Black Man in Hollywood. Oh, uh, Black Man Can't Jump in Hollywood. Check out that podcast. That one's pretty dope. I listened to that one. This has nothing to necessarily do with Black Hollywood or anything like that. But Netflix has a really good docuseries, uh, Who Killed Malcolm X. Oh, yeah. um, y'all should watch that. Just started that last night. It was pretty cool. Just started? Just started. I've been done, bro. Okay. Anyways. All right. But yeah, no, it's really good. Y'all should get on that. Anyways, this is Love Yours, the podcast. The, the podcast that promotes black mental health. Black mental wealth. And black mental stability. All of which will forever be out of your reach until you... Love yours. I totally stole your stuff. My bad. Yeah, yeah, you messed it Jumped up. In. Thanks. Jumped in there. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> uh, like I said, this is Love Yours, the podcast. If you would like to listen to us, feel free to stream us on what? TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, yeah, that's it, right? Those four? Yeah. Those mm-hmm. are our four platforms right now. Yeah. Um, we might get into YouTube a little later. Y'all look for it. Exactly. Um, check out our link, our link tree. We got our podcast page on there. You guys can go check out. We actually have some, uh, little, we're working on our about the host section, our after hours page. And, you know, you can download something, download and listen to some of those episodes on there. Check that out. Tell uh, your friends. If you would like to follow the podcast, you can follow us on IG at love yours underscore podcast and on Twitter at love yours underscore pod. If you'd like to follow me, your host, Miss Danae, you can follow me on Twitter as well as IG at Danae underscore Vanessa. That's D-A-N-E-E underscore V-A-H-N-E-S-S-A. Yo, and it's your boy, Swoosh Knight, Swoosh underscore K-N-I-G-H-T. IG and Twitter. You know, I just I just live a very exciting life, you know. So lies. If you Deception hear and lies. About how my dog and I we went to the slicker store and shut up. Just shut up. The storekeep told us she feels sorry for our mamas. Shut and up. I wanna know what happened next. Oh you know? my gosh. Thank you guys for listening. Um yeah. Bye. All right, it's cousins. Peace. Love yours, the podcast, the podcast.